What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Shinigami Pingping, and I'm here with Shinigami Yu and this is the Shinigami Love Apples podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. This is our third episode now, and I'm I, I'm probably going to count that every fucking episode. It's completely useless. We're going to get yeah. 200 episodes in. I'll be like, this is episode 217, and people will be like, we don't give a fuck. Can you just get on with the content <laughs> at that point? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our third episode and our second episode of actually keeping our format. So we're just going to hop straight in, and I'm going to remember the timer right off the bat this time, oh. as opposed to remembering five minutes in, because that's oh. useless. So how was your week, you? <clears throat> um, it was okay. I haven't been sleeping at all. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to open that can of coffee away from the mic, and it. Yeah, that's Ooh. why I opened up mine a lot earlier. Um, I do have something exciting though. I so this is something I didn't really mention in our first episode when we were like talking about who we are, why we made this podcast, our history, da 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 da. Yeah. Um, I actually grew up in a household where all the older generation, for some reason, um, we're not Asian, by the way, uh, were, they were all obsessed with China for some reason. And we never acknowledged it or talked okay. about it, but all my grandparents and like great aunts and uncles and like stuff. Negatively or positively? Positively. Oh, wow. Okay. They had tons of tapestries and like porcelain dolls and oh, China and paintings. Yeah. paintings and all this stuff. And all, all, all of our houses were completely filled to the absolute brim with it. Like every special occasion, whether it be like birthdays or just like we needed to go out or anniversaries, yeah, all that stuff. Um, like weekend outings, we would go to either a Chinese. Well, it started out as a Chinese restaurant, and then we eventually we went to a Japanese restaurant. What that became our like standard. <laughs> um, but like as time went on and they started to get older, things got damaged or lost or sold off or whatever. Um, all that stuff kind of disappeared. Uh, but then when I was cleaning out my grandparents' house after they passed, <clears throat> this was probably like six, seven years ago at this point. Um, I found those paintings just like way back in the corner. And I was the only one there at the time. And I immediately snatched that shit up, put it in my, my truck or my, uh, my car. And I never talked about it ever again. I was like, these are mine. Nobody's going to throw these things away. These are the only remaining pieces of like that era, uh, left. But anyway, um, I got frames for them and I'm very excited to actually like hang these eventually. Yeah. Um, maybe at some point we'll like provide some clip. Maybe we'll put it on Instagram. Actually, that'd be a great place. To That's put. what I was thinking. We'll, we'll put yeah. it on Instagram. So those of you listening can actually, uh, yeah. See what we're talking about, but they're, they're absolutely beautiful. And it's yeah. 1963, right? Was the, the yeah. yeah, they've been in my family since the sixties. Nobody knew about them. That's, yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's so awesome. They're like weird. They were never hung up. You could see actually, if I actually like, I don't want to, but if I did <laughs> take them out, um, you oh, could yeah. see the sun damage is like, because two two of them are wider than the other two, and the the smaller ones are like wrapped in the middle, so it's sun damaged on the top and bottom on the backs. Oh yeah, because um, the- but then like preserved in the middle, and then <laughs> the one that was on the outside is all sun damaged, but the one that was on the inner side is fine. It's it's just like they were somehow at some point they were just sitting in a window for years. And then got put away. Yeah, they were like, for, the true furniture, just no one looked at it. They just put up, yeah. at, you know, decoration. Well, no, they weren't even out. That's oh, what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, oh, the, the, the sun the damage is rolled. Being rolled up. Okay. Yeah. No, oh, like, the, wow. like, the sun damage has the print, like, is, is has bleached 
them as they were rolled. Wow. So it's only sun damaged on like the one that outer one portion. Strip, yeah. Yeah. So wow. they were never hung up or done. It, nothing was done with them. That's that's <laughs> crazy too because like usually and no slight to the older folks. In fact, we have a little story about that coming up here in a second, but um, usually older folks aren't very favorable to China. And that's, and it's probably just a product of cold war and Soviet. Yeah, everything. I, don't, and, I think just because they were Mexican, um, maybe they didn't have that same, just more culturally open-minded, I guess. Yeah. I maybe, I don't know. Again, we never talked about it or acknowledged it or anything. It was, it was just, just that was just what we had. <laughs> <laughs> well, my cool. my family they really liked nice, expensive things. That's pretty typical in like Mexican cultures. Like you want to present yourself well and look very nice. And I and especially my my well, my grandma was a hairdresser and like focused on like beauty stuff a lot. Her sister was an actual beautician, like stylist. And um, I think they just really liked how beautiful Chinese stuff was back then. So it was just like an easy grab. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, kind of piggybacking, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a listener real quick. Um, so we had someone uh, who started listening to our podcast, one of our early fans, which is kind of cool. We honestly didn't expect within the first few episodes to have anyone really, I don't know, caring about the content in any meaningful level. But I had the opportunity to talk to a fan who, who started listening to us. And th- this gentleman's getting on in years. Um, you know, he's, he's not elderly, but, he, you know, he's an older gent. And one of the cool things was he mentioned that he had watched anime, especially with his daughter, years ago. We're talking decades, you know, uh, 80s, 90s sort of thing, early days stuff, Speed Racer, that period of time sort of thing. Yeah. And um, he mentioned that kind of the podcast, he's enjoyed the content just because it's kind of reintroduced him. Yeah to anime and and it's actually funny because it's sort of spreading like now that he's getting uh-huh. back into it and he's looking for stuff you know if he's on yeah. a bus to work or whatever he can yeah find something to watch and i just i just thought that was so cool I'm like man we're not even into into a month's worth of episodes and we've got some folks who are like wow that's cool i'm glad yeah. you, know, you got me into it I'm like, yeah, yeah that's ah. yeah you know i just it's it just feels great feels good um my week though outside of getting the thrill of fan mail uh, which is super cool. Yeah. It's just it's only a matter of time so we get the hate mail too. Uh, yeah, but, I'm know. sending one right now. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, your mom stopped paying you to like the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like time's up, time to time to shovel some shit. Um, but my week, so I've the only two notable things about my week is that I've had this eye twitch that's mm. very anime level. Uh, it has the most opportune timing because I'll look at somebody and then my eyebrow and my upper eyelid uh-huh. twitch. And everyone thinks I'm having a fucking conniption fit when I'm perfectly <laughs> calm and they, and they feel like I'm about to snap and there's yeah. nothing for it. And you mm. can see it doing it now. It's, I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is and it's rare. It's a muscle. It's one of those muscle mm-hmm. spasms. And yeah, I think yeah. it's caffeine related. I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah. But it keeps happening and it's just, it's just funny. And nice. I, I blame it on the fact that I've been working nonstop now for like yeah. eight days and I need yeah. a fucking day off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel that. The, also, yeah, that just reminded me, I had allergies for the first time today and I wanted to die. So, d- d- Oh, because of that massive pollen count, right? Now. Yeah. Well, oh, dude, I never yeah, had so allergies bad. like all growing up. I never had to deal with it. I've only actually like become allergic to pollen in the last or like be affected yeah, by it in recently. the last like two years. So I don't even know how to combat it or like think proactively about it. Uh, yeah, t- t- I just, I went out, I went out, <laughs> I went outside for the first time in a week and I almost died. So I locked <laughs> myself back up. That's the life of people with allergies, man. It's yeah. painful. <laughs> uh, speaking about being outside, I saw the weirdest fucking thing today. I, 
<laughs> okay, so I'm coming down the street, uh, uh-huh. you know, out here before it comes into the complex. And yeah. I'm saying out here because I'm totally not giving any of you our address. Thank you very fucking much. Yeah. Uh, uh, we live you. in uh, Antarctica. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> uh, if you can't tell we're obviously loggers from canada yeah <laughs> from saskatchewan eh? from Sask- yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't oh, even know if that's man, what they sound like totally, <laughs> we just totally hit us to culture racism we're over here like don't, don't be racist towards japanese people you know yeah, don't Canada's don't label us weebs yeah. but canada fair fucking game you roll the dice you're fucked yeah. today <laughs> just, I, yeah well I, i'm i'm white passing so i can do that <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was driving on the street out here that from our complex, our uh, housing complex. I saw a man walking in RC car. Yeah. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain this. It made me extraordinarily uncomfortable, and I was so glad uh-huh. to pass him and just be done. But he was walking down that sidewalk there. <laughs> yeah. He has this little white RC jeep truck something. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, he's got a dog in it. or He had a leash. It was on a fucking leash. Oh. Wait, so it was like a big one, not a little one. I mean, like, uh, yay size. Like, I don't know. Um, I was thinking about like those little drift cars that are like, like six inches slightly long. Slightly larger, not large enough to put anything in, like huh. a, a water bottle maybe. Okay, but like not large enough to put a child in or anything. He wasn't walking like gotcha. a, a Barbie mobile or whatever they're called. But, uh, but had a leash on it. He, okay. So he had a leash. <laughs> he had a leash going into it. So I thought, okay, surely he's got like a, a, a chihuahua yeah. or a baby in it. No, motherfuckers walking in RC car, and the car is moving. Yeah. It's not. He doesn't have an RC control in his hands or anything. Uh-huh. It's not like he's driving it. He had a leash in his right hand, yeah. a, a, like a, a water bottle or a bottle in his yeah. left hand, and he's walking. And the RC car is driving alongside him, obediently yeah. healing. <laughs> and like he, he he stopped to let me go around the corner you yeah. know, to turn in yeah. the complex, and he stopped, and the RC car stopped. And I'm like, what the fuck Weird. is he like? Yeah, making a robot or something. Uh, that's it, what I was wondering is if he's like. I, like uh, just <laughs> a casual amateur, yeah, and he's just like making a follow-along robot. <laughs> or my other thought too was like it wasn't a leash; it's actually just electrical cables. It, and he was like, "It looks leather. It looks like fabric. It, huh. It's like I, it's not a wire. It didn't droop like a wire does. Weird. It, it had the wrist. Oh, please yeah, don't so drag me away. It's just a thing. leash." <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and when he stopped, he looked oh, down no. at it very endearingly, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for and him." It, and it's like it's like a Humvee. I yeah. think is what it was like. It's like a little Humvee. Okay. And I'm just like, "What the fuck, <laughs> yeah. man?" I I hope someday when I am old, senile, and he he wasn't even. I think he was like 40s. Uh huh. I'm just looking at this. I'm like. <laughs> you made my fucking day, dude. Yeah. But he was very concerned about crossing the crosswalk in front of me. He would not. He wanted right. me to go because I, yeah. I, if I hit his precious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be devastated. <laughs> his leash mobile. Like, goddamn. Anyway. Funny. I'll have to keep an eye out for him. I see, I see a lot. of. We have some very interesting characters oh, I, around I, here. I need to, like, take notes. I probably have it on my. Oh, my God. I think I probably have it. Oh, yeah. On my dash cam. I'll see if I can find it. Because yeah. um, when I turned, he went into the park. Uh-huh. Uh, and I came. Oh yeah, I'll see if I can find it later. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just, I just incredible. Um. All right. So on to our next shtick. So this is the uh, the part where we backpedal. So uh, for those of you new to our podcast, um, every now and then we like to fuck up, and then we like to come back in the next. <laughs> yeah, episode. we like to do that. Yeah, yeah we, we do love, it on purpose. Oh, it's intentional. <laughs> it's it's one hundred percent dramatized for your enjoyment. We are reality <laughs> podcasting, and uh, we like to come back and correct ourselves for masochistic reasons um by the way if you ever do want to correct us you can send uh gentle correction <laughs> uh via email yeah at shinigami love apples 
dot podcast at gmail.com. Yes, I got it right. Podcast. Yes. Uh, you can send yep. your hate mail there and, uh, yeah. or sensual mail. Or, or <laughs> I will gladly take uh, fan fiction level <laughs> emails. If you want, if you want to, if you want to send us uh, links to products, yeah. <laughs> sponsorship offers from uh, Raid Shadow Legends. Wow, <laughs> you know, yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, uh, um, so things we wanted to backpedal on this week. Last week, I was talking about um, J- Japan's isolation and the way their culture grows and matures differently than other nations, and I called it the Japanese bubble, which is like just slang. The actual term is Galapagos. Uh-huh. syndrome because the galapagos islands have their own unique biome yeah you know penguins that sort of thing that makes no sense right. whatsoever yeah given their location but it's because they're such an isolated biome that they're mm. just different to their surrounding uh area and so people named charles is live the, there and stuff yes and then the other thing <laughs> i wanted to backpedal on is <laughs> wait what what did i miss oh dude my brain just went right past it what did you say yeah i said i said only uh, i said people that, that are named charles live there <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure um like darwin oh my god yes okay wow that one it, <laughs> i know it was uh, usually i have very highbrow very highbrow humor i went lowbrow today no, that was that was so highbrow i had to reach for it and that's that's oh. very highbrow oh hey that's Compliments that's upper atmospheric highbrow <laughs> <laughs> entertainment um, the other thing we've got to talk about last week that we said we would was drm which i'm told you have some uh opinions on copyright or are you saving that oh. for later oh no no yeah i was gonna talk about that okay. um later we'll talk about it later but we promise we'll get to it this time otherwise you can send us more hate mail we'll do yeah. it we'll, we'll it's also back, well yeah it's, a second time doesn't really have anything to do with the uh drm issue it wasn't even drm issues that we're having oh fair what enough, was fair the enough. uh well it was, what was yeah, it was it was hdcp yeah yeah HD we couldn't we couldn't watch thing. we couldn't watch the thing that we bought because our TV was 1080p and our laptop was outputting like 1440. 1440. Yeah. yeah. Like what the fuck? Uh, sure. Yeah. Rules. Just uh, play all, it. All because of things <laughs> were, it pr- must have think we're playing on like a Chinese knockoff projector and it's like, oh, you're illegally broadcasting or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was dumb. All right. So this week, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, a bunch of different things. Uh, for me, in anime this week, uh, I, I am caught up through the first season of Mashal and I'm now caught up with the simulcast holy fuck is that funny yeah mashal i'm going to use the cliche explanation everyone in the Crunchyroll comments is doing so this is completely original Uh content you heard it here first yeah uh it's one punch man goes to hogwarts (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like one punch man if he truly obsessed over his muscular figure yeah and every time it recycles a jock does something excessive that no one else mm. would have done joke. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going to get bored of it this time. And then I laugh my ass <laughs> off again. And it's just, yeah, it's taking the world by storm. I swear. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll actually, I'll talk about the other one next week, but, um, yeah, Mashal for me has just been yeah. uh, crazy. And I want to hit one other thing since I'm here. Well, no, sure. we'll hit it when we hit music. Okay. Uh, how yeah. about you for, anime this week uh for anime i wanted to talk about free ren uh because i'm still watching it about halfway through and um the show got so much fucking cooler like i legitimately i was watching it and i was like i was having a good time but then a certain i'm not gonna spoil it because i know you're working on it right now too um there's a there's a certain thing that happens and i like dude just thinking about it i I legit what my goosebumps i got a goose do you see that (laughs) <laughs> I actually have goosebumps that's thinking awesome. about it. That's awesome. That shit was so fucking cool. It went from like 
a fun adventure anime to like holy fuck they that like i can't believe they just did that that was insane and um i dude i'm just i'm so hyped i watched it before um sometimes so i i work later in the day um and sometimes i'll like do my fun stuff like watch anime and play yeah, games stuff first. before i go to work which is never a good idea but sometimes <laughs> i do it anyway but i was so hyped on on that show that i uh like it the first episode that got me hyped they end it on basically a cliffhanger and i was like i can't do this <clears throat> so i watched the second episode even though i should have started work at that point um and then i was so extra hyped because of like the way it went that i legitimately stood up walked back and forth from my room uh to our like studio space here back and forth for like three hours i was just pacing back and forth i couldn't sit still i it, it i was i had so wow. much energy that i couldn't sit down and focus i had to just fucking walk <laughs> wow all right that, that's that's cool wow yeah and that makes me just even more excited i'll talk about my opinions on it next week because i'm only three episodes in okay and i don't want to give opinions until i've had a little bit more content and i'm about uh, but yeah, we'll talk. I'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, this week in cinema, uh, cry your faces out. We didn't watch anything. So anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're just gonna. We did buy tickets though. We did. Oh well, yeah. I guess. I guess. Oh, hold on. I can back to that. Um. I mean, we don't have much to say about it, but we did get <laughs> we, tickets for we, a movie we, we in the future. <laughs> what was it for? Uh, not Cowboy Bebop. It was um. Demon Slayer. Demon it's Slayer, not even yes. a movie, but well, well I mean, it, it's going to be in theaters. In the, we're going to the theaters um, for it, yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, Demon Slayer's uh, Hashira training arc is coming to theaters around the country March. I don't uh, know. I don't Whenever know we bought the tickets for, yeah, I believe. It's, <laughs> I don't pay attention. Your wife just tells me what what I owe her, and I pay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's coming to theaters. They're going to show the last episode of Swordsmith Village arc, and then the first hour long special, which is, yeah. I think, the first time they've done that. I think it is. I don't know. I don't Maybe. think we've had longer episodes otherwise. And they're going to show it in theaters. So we're like, yeah, hell yeah, we're going to sign up for that. Yeah. But into music. Um, I, I have to comment on this because it is the viral rage in Japan right now. Uh-huh. And I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah. Bling Bang Bang Born. Yeah. By <laughs> Creepy Nuts. Yeah. I wish, for the sake of copyright, I wish I could play this for all of you so you could understand the hype. Because I'm struggling to understand it. But it is incredibly good in uh-huh. the dumbest meme song. Yeah. Was this the one you were warning me about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Bring bung bung, whatever. Yeah, Actually, your question of why it's taking off, like you or like it is, it's the dance. Is it it, just, well, I'll talk about it when I talk about my section of music. Oh, okay. Well, uh, just just go because TikTok is the answer. Okay, <laughs> just you uh, go with yours. I mean, I don't really know why that was the song. I think it was just everybody's watching Mashal at the moment, and it's TikTok. So TikTok is the birthplace of all trends and everything. It's a fun, easy dance. All all the cosplayers basically were just, they took it and ran with it, and then it exploded, and now everybody listens to it. <laughs> nice. Um, interesting thing, though, that I wanted to talk about uh, is UMG, Universal Music Group, mm-hmm. removed absolutely every single piece of music that they own from TikTok uh, yesterday. Like the entire UMG library? Like the Every, authorized Literally library? everything that they own, they removed from TikTok yesterday. Why? I mean, I think I, I, think I saw something about this on the news, but like, yeah. why? Did they say? They just I, you know what? I didn't look at it. Like, Because I, I wasn't going to make this a serious thing. I was going to be more yeah. lighthearted. 
The just, thing that like, <laughs> so I don't really know what the answer is. I think they were just like, TikTok doesn't pay us. So blah, we're removing everything. Or maybe they're upset about like the edits people were making. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. All I know is that all of these artists have been going absolutely crazy because they're like, I make money from the people that listen to my shit on TikTok and it goes viral and then they listen to all my stuff and you removed all of that from me and uh, what am I supposed to do? So literally all of these artists are making really shitty meme versions of their songs in like 2x and like singing over shit and just like putting a random it's transformative yeah but like they're being really like dickish about it like they're not making the song they're making a really shitty version of the song to be like well i still want my music up here but if you won't let me have my music i'll just put a shitty version out (laughs) and it's and if you want to change that put my shit back on tiktok (laughs) damn that's now did they remove all videos that used no uh, so well, so when something co- gets copyrighted on TikTok, they just remove the sound. So all of the videos still exist; they're just silent. silent. Yeah, which also okay. sucks because, like, again, I, I watch a lot of like cosplayers and stuff, and all of the big hit viral songs that like have been going crazy. For example, there's um, uh, there's a song from The Weekend that was that had blown up because I think the meme or like the the format was cosplayer cosplays and says when is Fortnite going to add such and such character or like a skin for such and such yeah. character. And then they did one of the dances that I think is associated with that song. Okay. And there's millions of these things. Like one of, one of my favorite um, cosplayers, her name's Nora Fawn, who kind of like, I don't know that she did it first, but she definitely was the, yeah, a, the a face yeah. of, of the trend. And uh, all of her shit's gone. Like wow. tens and tens and tens of millions of views worth of content that is just now a silent character dancing that's that's brutal (laughs) yeah um so um i'm actually going to come back to uh more actually oh next up video games um this is also kind of i guess in the similar vein of copyright stuff um pow world uh i i think we'll talk about this in the series section at some point because it'll Mm. uh, either it will escalate and be worth the conversation or nintendo's just flexing which nintendo likes to do yeah but the whole like this is Pokemon with video game or Pokemon with guns, yeah. and it's infringing on our content. I'm sorry, uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo and Pokemon, you do not own the rights to animated creatures that say their names. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Digimon; they're still going strong. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. So uh, that's my entire thoughts on that. Huh. Uh, I have been actively uh, avoiding anything. If I see, if I even see PA in any sort of title, I immediately just scroll past because <laughs> I. Genuinely don't give a singular fuck about any of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, whatever. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, new Genshin update came out yes. 4.4. Very yeah. fun. And I have blue screened 10 times. <laughs> 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 I updated my graphics driver and it seems to be fine now. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was just every, <laughs> yeah, I mean, every I like 15 minutes, time. I would just be like, oh, my computer died. Yeah, okay. I remember when we were playing and all I did was, <laughs> was do the camera pose. I was trying to flex on you because <laughs> yeah. I got the new disappointed animation for Kiching. Yeah. So I stood in front of you and did it. As soon as I did, your computer was also <laughs> disappointed and the sad yeah. face comes up. It's like, we're sorry, your computer encountered a problem. I'm like, man, this disappointment yeah. <laughs> animation, uh, it's just a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was calling it the uh, blue screen simulator. Very fun. Um, <laughs> pop culture. Let's hit that next week for time's sake. Uh, Cause I do, I think by that time, the thing I want to talk about will actually be here yeah. and it'll be more fun to talk I'm, about and link up. To okay. Yeah, sure. You see my note. Cause I'm a little confused. I thought you bought one and then you mentioned the other. 
no, I, uh, I, well, yeah, I bought one. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it next week. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, okay, so on to our next section, uh, which is Oldies with Moldies, which is us reviewing anime we've seen in the past. And um, this will take up the next couple minutes. Um, so I'm going through kind of my anime history. and the, We started with Shuffle, which was the first anime I ever truly saw, like intentionally sat down and watched through. And the next up is one of, it's considered a classic by most communities, and I, oh, especially among folks who are fans of the slice of life and comedy genres. And that is Nichijou uh, from 2011. And Nichijou for me, <clears throat> so here's my thing. I love 85% of Nichijou, and I loathe the <laughs> remaining 15% so much I want to kill myself. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so Nichijou, for those of you who have not seen it, God help you, go watch it. It's hilarious. It's on everything at this point. It's literally, uh, everybody has it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Nichijou is an episodic anime, so each actual 22-minute episode consists of mm. anywhere between 3 to 10 smaller events that occur with their own titles and gimmicks. Uh-huh. Um, it's beautifully animated. The storytelling is because it's episodic. It's as good as it needs to be for the episodes to work. They're all very gimmicky. Uh-huh. Like um, it, it, you know, spoilers again, spoiler warning yeah. for those of you who haven't seen it, but it's been out forever at this point. But one of the scenes Lily has a principal mm. with a tape on to pay fighting a deer MMA yeah. style <laughs> and he fucking suplexes the deer yeah. and he wins this incredible battle and everyone's just freaking out and then his toupee just falls off and it's just like, he, <laughs> and then and therefore he loses and, yeah. and that's the section and it lasted like two minutes. Yeah. But <clears throat> Nichijou is fucking hilarious because it mm. understands that the biggest part of comedy is uh, two things, timing and uh, punchlines. Yeah. Delivering jokes with excellent timing and never outstaying your welcome. It mm. always knows that, oh, I've said something funny. It's time to move on. Yeah. And, and it just goes on to the next topic. However, oh. and the reason this gets an eight for me and not a 10, that is my rating. <clears throat> the reason it gets an eight is because of the singular most hated character for me in the entirety of anime fandom. And I shit you not. <laughs> and that is uh, mm. Professor Hakusei. Uh, or Shinonome, <clears throat> I guess uh-huh. is her last name. But Hakusei is the, I think, eight-year-old little girl who builds uh, Nana, the robot. I cannot stand her. With, every time she comes on screen, I vomit into my mouth and then I rage. Because, yeah. <clears throat> so the whole point of her character is she is the typical bratty child. And the way that her comedy relief is supposed to work is Nano, her robot, uh, I don't know, but I guess she made her as like a robot older sister kind of vibe. I don't know. Or a okay. robot parent. But the whole point behind Nano is she wants to be an ordinary high school girl. Yeah. But she has a giant key on her back used to wind her in, or well, okay. that's what it looks like, like a wind-up doll. Yeah. And because of that, she can't be a normal girl. And that's all she wants in life is to have the key removed so she can go about her normal life business. Yeah. <clears throat> but Hakase won't remove it because it's her blackmail to get Nano to do what she wants. Oh, does Nano want snacks? Or not, sorry, not Nano. Um, does the little girl Hakusei want snacks? Then she will threaten Nano. And then with, and then Nano's like, well, you're being a naughty. She'll parent her and be like, oh, you're uh. being naughty. And then Hakusei will go, well, I'll remove your key. <laughs> and so she gives her snacks and then she doesn't remove the key. And after a certain number of episodes, you stop finding it funny. And as an adult, you get mad like a parent would. Because you're right. like, you're a bratty little bitch. Yeah. You always get your way by throwing tantrums. And the worst part is never through the entire series is there any payoff for Nana, the robot. Uh-huh. At no point, I mean, she does eventually get to go to school, have the key removed, and you're like, wow, normal life and all this. <clears throat> but 
Not really. Mm. At every corner, no matter what happens, every time there's that little bit of normalcy in reach for Nano, yeah. uh, Professor just shits on it and is like, nah, I'm going to punish you by making roll cake come out of your arm ah. and your hand fly off. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to make a roll cake come out of your forehead or a, a, a cake shaped like poo come out of your forehead. It just, yeah. and, and you watch this, it's like, okay, this stopped being funny two episodes ago, especially in contrast right. to the rest of the anime, which is just fucking great. Yeah. And it's funny, I'm looking right now on my anime list and every negative review that does exist literally focuses on Hakusei. Right. <laughs> and in fact, there's a whole Reddit thread mm. about Hakusei being one of the most hated characters in anime because, again, yeah, she's not funny like you would expect a, a little girl to be. Right. She's not like Anya. Anya is funny because she acts like a little girl, but yeah. she never, I don't know, she has no ulterior motives. Yeah. Her ulterior motive is to want snacks and right. She wants snacks, snack. yeah, and, and to help mommy and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Hakusei just wants to be an asshole. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't sympathize. At no, no point I go, wow, what a great character. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate characters like that. I'm going to say something very controversial right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's the same reason why I hate Megamine. Okay. No, I, I can... fucking hate her so much. She's annoying little fucking brat that can only do one thing and she's fucking useless <laughs> altogether. And Aqua's great, okay? Okay, Union. <laughs> Union's great too, okay? <laughs> no, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hate just bratty characters are just fucking annoying. It just, I hate them. Ugh, anyway. All right. Um, so the last thing we do before we go on to our uh, serious section is... Things we think are, are fucking, fucking dumb. Um, and this section is just us hating on shit because yeah. it deserves to be hated Oh, the on. thing we talked about already. Yeah, which we're going to talk about <laughs> even more because uh, I want to take I, uh, at least a minute. Uh, yeah, my, my tired brain didn't even register the fact that we were going to talk about that later. Digital rights management and high definition content protection. We've already talked about HTCP, but I do want to vent really quick about uh, DRM in all of its forms. Fuck DRM. Let yeah. me tell you something. Um, Tell me. The, uh, somebody, was it EA? There was a developer recently that said you should get comfortable not owning your video games. No, oh. X, Microsoft or Xbox or somebody, I think. I don't know. A couple said, people have been yeah, saying something. like that. But some major developer came out and said, hey, everybody, you should get comfortable not owning your video games. Yeah. And the literal response from the community was so perfect, mm. I must be living in the ultimate timeline. Yeah. Which was they responded, well, if I don't own it, then pirating is not stealing. True. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my mind just I, exploded all over the back. It of must room. have been Xbox or, or what, maybe one of their yeah, it's got to be their things because I, I remember. But Xbox is removing all physical versions of their game, yeah. and even like um, like Target and stuff has been off piling or like sending all their merch or yeah, all, all their stuff back. Yeah, yeah. it's they're not even like uh, all overstocking it, just now, yeah. trashing it. I cannot express my rage enough. Look, NFTs came around, they failed. Crypto came around and it still kind of failed. Yeah. Just the whole digital revolution of living entirely online is not taking off because at the end mm -hmm. of the day, even with like shopping, yeah. there's still folks like us who would rather go to K-popping, yeah. you know, and go to a local anime store. Yeah. Then go online if I can avoid it because mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to support them because they're working hard to make a great business yeah. and they've got everything I want in one place and I get to look at and handle it and it's just fun. Right. So for digital rights management, it's like I miss having boxes with 
manuals and stories and it's just mm. like it, it, it you know oh, okay boomer <laughs> but seriously without me being ageist it's just i like the tactile sense of doing things yeah and the whole concept of oh you're never going to own your video game library ever again i'm actually more mad that there are going to be games like i don't know lego island a classic right as an example if that goes drm for whatever reason they're like no fucking you know, you play it as a seven-year-old and then they get rid of it as a 12-year-old. Well, fuck you, adult you, I guess. I guess right. you didn't want to play that <laughs> shit as an adult. Yeah. Dude, there are so many games I play now that I yeah. played as a kid. Yeah. I came back to Lego Island and played it again just for fucking fun and I loved it. And I'm, you know, 30 fucking three. Yeah. But if DRM has its way, that'll be impossible. Uh-huh. Nah, fuck you. Oh, was that a decade? Not even a decade. Six years ago? Nah, yeah. it's fucking gone. It's like, what the... F- just, anyway, things we think are fucking dumb. It's just yeah. stupid as shit. It deserves every ounce of hate it receives. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break before our final segment, and we will be right back. And welcome back. Uh, for those of you watching this or listening to this live... That was the most confusing break you've ever heard. That's for ad breaks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say that now because eventually we'll have it and it'll make total sense. Right now, it, it doesn't. Um, so, again, following our format, for those of you who've never tuned in before, if this is your first stream, um, we are going to go ahead and kind of get into what we call serious shit, where we're going to talk about actual topics that affect the real world. And again, it's not always going to be depressing or sad. Today is actually not too bad. Um, but they're definitely real topics and we will have spicy opinions. So if you're easily (laughs) offended or if you were just here for the memes, see you later. We'll see you next week for the rest of you. Uh, buckle up fucking buttercup because off we go. Um, I I don't want to talk about this at length. I just want to kind of deliver a point Uh because I think this needs to not become a hotbed issue. And I think it's, it's, I'm going to give you an easy example. If I say, racism is fucking dumb we can just be done with that and move on like there doesn't need to be any defense or counter argument or it it just shut the fuck up and move on there's no no one wants to actually talk no one with compassion wants to talk in favor or in opposition of racist of not being racist Uh uh-huh no one reasonable people don't do that that's like being like oh yeah i think slavery needs to be no 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 one does that yeah so my biggest thing is I'm just going to come out and say I have ageist opinions all the time. I, there, there are definitely aspects of culture in America that are affected due to ageism all across the board. However, ageism in fucking weeb culture needs to stop. Yeah. Full fucking stop. If you do this, I will fucking throttle you. <laughs> Consider that an active threat. I swear to God. <laughs> if it, we, the fact that we have a fan who's getting into this, Mm-hmm. you know po- retirement age yeah is fucking cool yeah and i love folks who cosplay who are in their 50s their 60s their 70s mm-hmm. there's a guy who does fucking um one punch man's mentor and yeah. cosplays as him and he's like 75 fuck yeah that's yeah. awesome <laughs> but i again i'm not going to rattle about this and i actually don't really want to discuss it because i think it needs to just stand as a point mm-hmm. if you are part of this community, if you're part of the anime community, the manga community, the cosplay community, and any time you look at a person older than you and you go, they probably shouldn't be doing this, fuck off. Yeah. And go back to a fandom that'll actually accept you because you're an intolerant piece of shit and I'm yeah. intolerant of you. Anyway, <laughs> just, I wanted to get that out of the way because I'm just like, man, this yeah, is yeah. burning me up. I gotta, I gotta rant mm-hmm. for two seconds. Yeah. Um, so, on to our first article uh, of the week. 
So this comes from the Japan Times. Uh, foreign residents are suing the Japanese government oh. because of being racially profiled, or oh. so they claim. Um, <laughs> so this is the first time in Japan's history this has ever happened. So foreign residents, in most countries, this isn't a, um, I don't know, it probably doesn't come up a lot. Like in America, this never happens because in America, once you become an American citizen or you become an American resident, which there's a lot of in between there. But if you are living legally in the U.S., no one really um, treats you any different than most American citizens outside of racism being an issue that will always be an issue. Yeah. But outside of the politics of conservatism and, and bullshit, most people aren't going to treat you any different. Like no one looks at um, someone from Mexico or Canada or anywhere in Europe or Asia mm. and goes, well, this person needs to be treated differently. All racial profiling in the U S is straight racism. There isn't any cultural yeah. reason. We don't have a cultural reason to be concerned. Mm-hmm. America has never been pure white. It will never be pure white. And there's no reason for us to actually racially profile. We have no cultural yeah. reason. This happening in Japan. So basically what happened is <clears throat> three folks, uh, a Pakistanian and African-American, or let's be a little bit more proper, a person of African heritage and a Pacific Islander, were brought in by Japanese police, uh, according to the article here. And it doesn't say what they were um, accused of, but they've been questioned or brought in for questioning an insane number of times. Yeah. And let me start by saying, I don't understand the Pacific Islander. I guess maybe maybe they looked more Filipino or... Uh, yeah, maybe, I don't... Maybe lighter skin? Because... I'm not sure, yeah. Japan is a Pacific... Yeah. Uh, by definition, it's a Pacific Island. Like, I... Right. If you look at an Okinawan and a Hawaiian, they're yeah, they're, they're pretty similar. Oh yeah. man, that's uh, there's a, in that. In fact, there are a lot of ties between Okinawa and Hawaii. They're almost sister yeah. islands. So it's just weird to me, like hmm. that. You, the Pacific Islander is getting any maybe shit. he's just really tan. Yeah, and and then <laughs> the Pakistanian, I also don't understand because Japan doesn't have any investment uh-huh. in the Middle East at all. Yeah. Uh, th- is that Middle East? Pakistan? Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like Eastern yeah. Middle East. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm genuinely questioning. I don't know if that's considered Asia or Middle East. So. Oh, I see. Well, middle, all of the Middle East is part of Asia. Yeah, yeah. Outside of no, I, I Egypt, know, but it's like like, like but yeah, I, I mean, like India. Saying. Yeah, India people kind of just say they're I Indian. Like, I feel like all <laughs> you, of the stands, Pakistan, Afghanistan. I think I feel like that's all Middle East still. For the okay. most part, most people consider it. But what's interesting to me is again, Japan has no vested interest in anything, anything in that region in the mm-hmm. arid. West Asian regions, yeah. they don't have any reason to feel differently. Uh, they're not involved in the Iraqi or Afghanistanian conflicts. Right. They're not really participating in what America calls counterterrorism actions. So Japan doesn't have a real political reason to be. Yeah. Uh, Was Pakistan and China are they friends or something? Maybe that's the only I, thing I, I could like think off the top of my head that maybe. Yeah, maybe there's some root uh, association politics yeah. going on, but the big one that's. The big one. So, again, I don't understand the Pacific Islander or the Pakistanian, but I unfortunately understand the person of African heritage because, one, yeah. they tend to be of greater, bigger-boned builds than the average Japanese person, and that can be pretty intimidating. Freaking white people are scared of of folks of color, and that, mm. <laughs> for dumb reasons, because they can be very wonderfully intimidating. I have several friends, friends of color, and I love them, because yeah. they don't intimidate me. I just admire the fact they've got great stature. It's like, mm-hmm. dang, man, I wish I had your body build. Yeah. Damn. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, only folks of African heritage can rock their body shapes and look okay. Yeah. 
they just as a white person, if I looked like any of them in yeah. bodybuild, I I would either be massively <laughs> obese and just mm-hmm. morbidly ugly, yeah, or I'd be awkwardly built. And you'd be like you're kind of right. T- white white what, people what? white people are either um they either look like rats or uh they're just fat. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> so I can understand a little bit being intimidated by a person of African heritage and therefore feeling like you're intimidated. Maybe there's a threat there. I don't think it's fair. I want to clarify mm-hmm. me understanding that perspective and me condoning it are not the same. I don't condone racially profiling someone. Yeah. But what's interesting is because of all this questioning, these folks um, have gone through, they're filing suit against the Japanese government saying that they're undergoing racial profiling in Japan and the Japanese folks are pushing back. And, and again, there's, there's comments on this on um, the Japan times Japanese page and on Instagram where Japanese folks are like, no, this is perfectly justified. We're yeah. 99.8 or, you know, 98.9% Japanese and the other 1% concerns us. Mm. And you know, what's weird. I, I don't know how I feel about it. First of all, I'm not Japanese. So I, I again, yeah. I don't have a horse in this race. Yeah. I would be a foreign resident if I were living there. In fact, mm. I want to be a foreign resident. I want to live there someday. And right. I understand that's going to happen. I'm different. I'm going to get yeah. accidentally profiled. Folks with the best of intentions are still going to look at me strange, treat me different. It's just right. unintentional. Yeah. But what, part of me wonders, is this innocent cultural, is this cultural innocence? Is this the Galapagos syndrome of Japan's just been in a bubble forever and yeah. you're different and therefore mm. you just got luck of the draw or are they being racist? Yeah. Thoughts. I don't know. I mean, the first thing that popped into my mind is when I lived in Lebanon, um, it, it was like, most of the most interactions I had, um, I should say, like all all of the civilian interactions I had, except for one guy, <laughs> um, were very open and happy and excited that I was there, and they wanted to know why I was there and get to know me and talk about things and this that and the other. Everybody was very lovely, and and from what I've seen of like Japanese content, obviously it's going to be skewed. You're only going to show the things you want to show. Yeah. Um, but that seems to be the the case, and um. I don't have any like reason to believe otherwise. Um, the only people that were ever concerned about me were the military mm-hmm. guys because why are you here? Yeah. Why are you thing. here? Yeah. yeah. They would always <laughs> I actually, um, because I've lived in other countries where I don't speak the language, I kind of try to really like focus on body language and trying to pick out a couple of the words I do know to kind of help me understand what is happening if they're not speaking English to me. And um, I was at customs and the guys were were looking at me funny because I have a beard. Yeah. And beard in Arabic culture these days, at least in the Middle Eastern parts that are like concerned about this sort of thing, which is Lebanon, um, beard means terrorist. (laughs) So they were looking at me like, why is this white guy with a beard? coming into our country? And they kept like looking at me weird. Especially with other white folks, I assume. Well... no, no, no association issues. Okay. Um, well, I mean, kind of, but we were all scattered. It was, oh, I wasn't okay. like in a group at that point in time. I was by myself. Um, <clears throat> but they were just like, they were looking at me funny. And then I was like trying to study them so I could kind of get an idea of what I'm supposed to be doing. And then they would speak Arabic to me and I would kind of like do my sort of, sort of, mm, okay. Like I'm acknowledging that you're saying something. I'm not quite sure what you're saying. And they took that as, oh, this guy knows Arabic oh, and he's yeah. pretending and I just kept getting oh. questioned over and over and over and over and over like why was I here why am I so suspicious and I'm like I'm just kind of visiting I don't yeah. know <laughs> um, um, but th- that was a military reason 
So, like, again, for this, I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I want to use a quote from the Japan Times, so credit to them here. But uh, it, the article reads, when Matthew's wife, and Matthew in this case is the, uh, the Pacific Islander, uh, when Matthew's wife, who is Japanese, asked if he had committed any traffic violation, the officer replied, no, it's just rare to see a foreigner driving in this area. And hmm. because of what I know about Japanese police and the things I've seen about them, they are closer to what America would call a community service officer. Yeah. Sort of just... Uh, or the Japanese would call like a Bobby or not Japanese. The, the British would call Bobby just sort of a, just a constable who's there to be like, ah, don't cause trouble lads, yeah. that sort of thing. So honestly, I guess from a foreigner perspective, if I'm stopped by a, a Japanese police officer, who's really not there, mm. they're not carrying guns. They're not there. They're not carrying weapons. They're not yeah. openly hostile. I, I guess they do have lights and sirens. And I guess in America, we have a certain paranoia about that. Yeah. Uh, a cab and all that. But <laughs> like, um, that doesn't exist in Japan. So I guess getting right. pulled over and just being told, well, it's just rare to see you here. Yeah. Is that really stressful? I almost feel like th- if I heard that from a Japanese person's mouth, I would almost yeah. immediately diffuse me and I'd be like, oh, okay. Right. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I almost would feel more comforted that somebody is stopping me and asking like kind of what I'm doing than just letting me flow through. I mean, obviously I'd be annoyed because yeah. I'd be like, I'm kind of just doing my Or thing, better to ask but... you questions than just stare at you and make you feel like, Right, hyper analyzed yeah. you know <laughs> yeah well yeah yeah I, don't know. I lived in germany and everybody stares at you so i'm kind of used to that but yeah it, it's like i don't personally i don't think it's that big of a deal also coming from a white privileged perspective here where yeah. like i've never really had to think about anything but like yeah. uh yeah I, I i don't know it, it's 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 weird and it's honestly it's pure speculation so it's like hard to really say but well uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, for those of you listening, definitely send us an email, give us your thoughts and, uh, maybe we'll read some of them out if we get some enjoyable ones. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, uh, we want to talk about is, um, so Japan's real estate market is famous mm. at this point. Um, for those of you living under a rock, the real estate market in Western nations is atrocious right now. Um, just to give you an example, um, where we live right now, housing, we live in about an 1800 square foot house, just, just under that. Mm-hmm. And we pay probably, I think 2,200 a month. Yeah. 2,200, 2,300, 2,300, something like that. And so, you know, just, just about a dollar square, excuse me, uh, just about a dollar square foot. Yeah. Which is about the average you'd expect to pay for rent in a good economy. Yeah. I feel like we have a really we good, good deal. We have a really deal. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's what we're paying. The average for apartments and houses in the area is closer to a dollar fifty-two dollars a square foot. So yeah. we're talking for this size home closer to twenty eight hundred, twenty nine hundred, three thousand. Yeah. yeah. I had and, I had a friend that was in a a uh, a studio apartment um, that was probably about the same the size of my room, and he was paying eleven. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he he only had it because he he couldn't find anywhere else to live. But yeah. I'm like, dude, what the. F- like, the housing how do i here, have like 75 percent more house and and, and pay less yeah uh, per, per square foot yeah. right yeah <laughs> just the housing market here is ridiculous well japan is completely on the polar opposite side of the scale yeah. I, I follow a ton of instagram channels um yeah. isakuri uh what's the other one uh japanese homes for sale i think is the name of, i'd yeah, have to look I, it up i, I, I follow 
Tons yeah. and tons and tons of them I'll as well. try to link some of them in the description if I remember to do that, or we'll talk about it more next week. We'll see. Um, yeah. But it might be fun to do like a little episode on yeah, just do housing and stuff. Yeah, housing. Yeah. Because we both look at it all the time and go, oh, dude, look at this fucking sick apartment for yeah. 300 fucking dollars a month. Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, the article <laughs> I'm looking at right now uh, is a home. Excuse me. It is not a home. <laughs> they purchased an entire onsen yeah. mansion. Dude, that's crazy. For a hundred and ten thousand. Yeah. What the fuck? Which is okay. awesome. I okay. Now I want to explain something for those of you again who are not following Japanese culture in depth. The reason Japanese real estate, especially, well, let's talk about cities first. Actually, let's temper our expectations. Japanese yeah. cities are still expensive to live in. If you're mm-hmm. living in Tokyo, you're still going to be paying thousands of dollars in rent. Yeah. But here's the difference: Japan's overall living expense is comparatively lower than most Western nations. Now, this really depends. If you're a huge media consumer, you've got 10 subscriptions to 10 different services, you have to, you know, you buy all this shit every month. If you have a lot of expenditure, Japan isn't going to be cheaper to live in because it has less access to imports. Yeah. You know, if if you want your Levi's or your true religion or you want your your Nikes. true religion. Or whatever. 2007 called. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it shows you where I'm, you know, where I am. But like, if you want your, your, your nice Air Jordans, uh-huh. you're going to pay a hell of a premium because it's an import for Japan. Almost yeah. every luxury good is imported. However, right. almost all of Japan's domestic goods are mm-hmm. ludicrously yeah. underpriced, even yeah. by market price. They mm-hmm. are ludicrously lower. They're nation. Rice grown in the U.S., and we do have crops like that. Actually, let's, let's do apples to oranges, literally. The orange crops here in Florida, for example, the orange crops here... Yeah. We pay more for our orange crops than um, some of the Japanese prefectures that grow oranges do, despite yeah. the fact they grow less per capita. Yeah. And by <laughs> supply and demand, you would expect the price to be lower here yeah. than there because, well, more fruit, less people consuming it. Yeah. Ah, logically, cheaper. Ah, nope. Higher. Yeah. D- don't <laughs> understand why. And th- that's actually one of the huge causes of food waste in the U.S. is the uh-huh. fact that people buy expensive stuff and then it gets wasted because, well, no one's buying the rest so right. it gets disposed of because they're not going to reduce their prices. Yeah. So cost of living is lower in Japan and in cities. But where this whole cost of living plummets is in the countryside. Mm. Japan has a major underpopulation problem. In fact, I would go so far as to say it's catastrophic right. and in worsening by the day. Yeah. Japan's population in the countryside is declining at such a rate that what most people would call the real Japan, and I want, I hate that phrase, I'm going to put that in mm. quotes, air quotes, but it, the real Japan is vanishing yeah. and the cities will be all that's left. And, and countryside in Japan is going to go back to being grass. Yeah. Because no one's moving there mm-hmm. outside of a few foreigners buying real estate. No one's moving to the countryside because Japanese millennials and Japanese Gen Z. Yeah. There's so little they find attractive about the countryside, the countryside, no one in the countryside mm-hmm. ever went, man, we need to modernize and make what we do in our style of living hip, hip and cool. Right. Yeah. Like in the U S conservatives and folks who live in the Midwest have done a lot to make what they do glamorous. Right. They drive big dang trucks. They shoot real yeah, sexy. Yeah, you drive, <laughs> you know, we got real sexy guns. We got Hell cool yeah. hobbies and we yeah. go out camping and, and they glamorized right. that way of life. And whether you agree with yeah. it or not politically or whether you agree with it, it is cool. Like yeah. trucks are cool. Engines are cool. Guns mm-hmm. are cool. Okay. Whatever. Right. Yeah. In, in, in certain ways, I'm not a gun fan, but you get right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Japan doesn't have that. The countryside mm. doesn't have this sort of 
come out here outside of like onsen, I guess. Outside of like yeah. hot springs or maybe shrines. No one goes, okay, countryside is fucking lit. Here's right. why. Countryside is like you're uh, a teacher or you work at uh, the Kabini. Uh, yeah. That's or you're if, old. If you have a couple Kabinis, and even yeah. then, you know, maybe yeah and, and the greatest example i saw was one that uh, chris broad uh, on abroad in japan's youtube channel introduced and that was the uh, fisherman's call mm. the uh, the japanese fish market is struggling because they're struggling to find young strong healthy folks who want to go fishing at five in the morning on cold yeah. frigid waters in northern japan <laughs> yeah. uh, for especially for tuna and yeah. uh, the way they tried to counter this was by creating this app called fisherman's call where you could get a phone call wake up alarm in the morning of your favorite fisherman, your favorite <laughs> Ikiman sexy hunk fisherman calling you and saying, get up. It's time to rise and shine. We're going to motivate. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I, I can't do that in Japanese, but you know, like, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was supposed to sort of show you that, Hey, it's okay to have this job. It's cool. It's sexy. It's appealing. Yeah. Come out, have fun, get to meet a fisherman chat. And you would get to chat with them yeah. for a few minutes and, mm. and kind of like get to know what they caught during the day or whatever. Yeah. And, I find it interesting that Japan's fishing industry definitely caught on and went, mm. and you could see the light go on in their heads up. Ding. Yeah. We have to do something. Our survival literally depends on. Uh, yeah. Attracting I actually people. saw something recently that um, just popped up in my mind. I saw a, um, there's these like YouTubers that talk about, um, they're, they're a bit older and they just moved to rural Japan. Um, and they were talking about, or they made a video about like what they do for a living and how they could like, actually have moved to japan and lived there for so long and um they went there as teachers initially but the husband is a blacksmith and mm. he, he was just like talking with locals one day and they were like oh wait you know how to do this you kind of sort of speak japanese that's good enough I, we yeah. fuck it we need you <laughs> Cause yeah because they're so desperate and um so because of this population kind of and actually this is gonna be a perfect segue to the next article which we'll hit on just briefly before we finish today but the real estate market is plunging because folks are moving away from the countryside. Yeah. Nobody wants to live there. And the thing is Japan's real estate market is extremely, or real estate laws are extremely aggressive. Mm. Gifting houses to your heirs and stuff like this, just it's not the same as in the U S or in Britain yeah. or in Canada. It, the whole concept of, I can just take everything I have, will it to you. And here we go. Yeah. No, it's difficult to transfer housing yeah, across yeah. generations. It's difficult to transfer wealth across generations. In fact, the Japanese elder generation is mm. struggling more than the millennials are. Yeah. It, th there's this weird disconnect. And because of that, the countryside is just open for the There are houses yeah. empty. Banks are paying people yeah. to take them so they're at least taken care of. Right. Because otherwise... They rot away and... They're getting torn down or, yeah. or, or just left to rot. Yeah. Um, that actually... <laughs> Yeah. Before I forget, I <laughs> I saw a quote from the uh, the the mangaka of the guy that that made uh, Chainsaw Man. Oh, okay. He, did, he had a quote that said, uh, "I take my grandma to France every year because I want to be in her will." <laughs> that's awesome. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some that's some admirable honesty right there. That's, yeah, he's that's like, I only do it because I want to be in her will. I don't care. <laughs> um, and kind of piggybacking off this, um, we're just gonna hit the next article for like two or three minutes. Uh -huh. That piggybacks right off of it is another, another from the Japan Times of uh, Japan is planning to add to their skilled uh, foreign foreigner skilled visas. And they're adding uh, road transportation, railway operators, forestry, and timber. 
which feels the same. I guess timber is produced lumber, or uh-huh. like, sorry, is by pro- or products and byproducts of um, forestry. And forestry yeah. is the actual right. Yeah. Uh, Foresters cut everything down. Harvesting of resource. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but they're adding these industries. And by the way, railway is fucking huge because Japan's mm-hmm. railway system is the envy of the entire modern world. Yeah. So for them to be even willing to tolerate a foreigner. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine it will be easy. I have a feeling this is going to kick yeah. back and we're going to start seeing some articles about foreigners fucking up the system, essentially. Right. Well, we're going to have an article where you uh, you have the Japanese trains and you have the foreigner trains. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a feeling we're going to be seeing this again. But the skilled worker number one visa, which is used for folks who are typically in engineering, yeah. IT, doctoral, or medical roles, that uh-huh. sort of thing, is being open to folks in transportation, road transportation and railway and forestry and timber. And that is huge. The yeah. fact that Japan is losing skilled labor in these areas to such a degree that they yeah. actually have to incentivize yeah. foreigners. And when I say incentivize, I want to point out you don't have to have a master's degree in transportation. That's not how yeah. this works. Japan is literally going, oh, are you capable of driving a heavy vehicle? Cool. Do you have a good safety record? Cool. You got a driver's license in your country? Cool. Come yeah. fucking drive for JR. Yeah. And that's just mind-blowing to me. Like, when you think as a foreigner of, man, I wish I had a better path into Japan besides teaching English, you know, right. the quintessential way. Or maybe you want to do that first. To have an opportunity to do a career that's a bit more mechanical is like, whoa, oh, oh okay, mm. that's kind of cool. Or at least, I don't know, more stable. Yeah you know, than, than, than teaching. I don't know. It's just, it fascinates me because it's not a positive side. Like it's positive for, as a foreigner, like I'm looking at this and I'm as, as someone who's got a ton of heavy vehicle certification, aerial work platform, yeah. four glove certification, oh, ladies, yeah, am I right? You know, <laughs> you know, I've got all these different certifications and heavy yeah. machinery and I look at this and go, wow, that's, yeah, I can probably, yeah. I've got a commercial pause license. I can drop a train. Sure. Mm. I, and, that appeals to me, but now I'm thinking like a Japanese person and going, Ooh, that's not a positive sign. You can't find enough rail fans willing to undergo the training to drive your train. Right. How much of your population gives a shit anymore? Yeah. Do they? (laughs) And like, I don't know. I think it's just another sort of frightening sign that Japan's population is in a true spiral. The fact that you can't get young Mm -hmm. folks excited about what, I I don't know. I grew up loving trains as a kid. Trains are fucking cool. Still are. Mm. you can't out of 130 million people you can't get some kids going about right. this yeah yeah i mean yeah it, that's kind of that's the thing though yikes. is like i think even here in america most people wouldn't be excited about those things but we also have like 500x the amount of people and so the you know three people that are excited about that per you know 10 million yeah is much higher here and we get that whereas over there that you know three people per 10 million is hundred yeah and you and need more than a hundred people to run your entire country so it just it just blows my mind i'm looking at them going wow that is and i i would love to speak to some japanese folks on the issue and if you're from japan you're listening in please write us i i would love to hear some opinions on this and maybe i'll go on hello talk and, and hit some people up about it but yeah um japan has always been hostile is not the word just resistant to foreigners in skilled labor roles because yeah. they're just worried about them supplanting native mm-hmm. japanese in these roles yeah. but when you consider japan's population and working population is extremely aged mm-hmm. excuse me <laughs> considering <laughs> that they're extremely aged yeah and that young folks don't find the work appealing yeah it's only a matter of time before some foreigner goes drive a train fuck yeah and yeah goes over just for that yeah because that's an avenue yeah so well, that's the thing too is yeah. uh yeah if the more that this happens too it's probably honestly going to make 
it harder for native Japanese people because yeah. if it's going to be mostly English speakers, whether it's first or second language, all of these things that because like I think that's the problem they have in tech is tech as a whole doesn't matter where you live. Tech is or like like I mean I'm talking like uh I, like computer I, yeah stuff computer stuff is yeah, all developer. in English because mm-hmm. all of all of the coding languages are in English yep. and that's kind of like it's hard for people that aren't English native speakers to get into um, and th- I think if you're going to be doing if you're going to be doing more of this where you're bringing a ton of foreigners into specialized things especially stuff that isn't glamorous you're going to ha- you're going to add a whole new level of well, now I need to know how to speak English and also do really hard fucking work, or I could just go be a salary man. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> or an influencer and, or something. And you know what's interesting about that too is uh, one last thought because we're about to finish up. But I wonder if it's going to become sort of like taxi drivers in the U.S. Yeah, where we look at, or and I, that's a little racist of me. And I don't mean I support. Again, I don't condone the natural racism of associating certain races uh-huh. to certain careers. Right. However, typically, yeah. But however, when yeah. you look at certain jobs, whether it be housekeeping in hotels yeah. or uh, lawn maintenance, or there, your average white American classify thinks of a certain race every right. time those jobs come up. Yeah. I wonder if in Japan, given enough time, mm. if this is what you have to thing, do, yeah. yeah, bingo, you're going to look yeah. at your train driver and go without ever seeing them and go, yeah, probably a white guy. Yeah, or white gal. Yeah, yeah, it's probably probably some American. Yeah. Americans yeah. like trains. Some, some poor little Japanese kids can like. What do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, uh, I want to, I want to be, I want to work in the rail yard and be like, the the white person. Yeah, job? yeah the white <laughs> the white job. You want to do that? So yeah, I, this is one of those things where um, we'll be on podcast episode 900 before this ever. <laughs> yeah. Before we can ever follow up on this, but you yeah. know, maybe I'll be in my 50s and following up on it. I'd love to, but yeah. um, I, I'd really be curious to see. Mm-hmm two decades down the road if this doesn't backfire and japan completely track back and just shut the door yeah. and go, whoa that was uh that was a mistake let's not do that again <laughs> let's downsize or do something different completely yeah i don't know but yeah so um that's all we have time for uh this week so uh thank you for tuning in once again uh this is our third episode we release our episodes every tuesday morning at 8 a.m eastern daylight time so if you uh, haven't had a chance to catch up on our episodes or if you haven't had a chance to catch one live we often do our recordings two to three days in advance and you can find us on twitch at twitch.tv slash shinigami underscore love underscore apples (laughs) Um, oh, that just rolls yeah. off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, but you can find us on there if you want to watch live. You can also find us on all the social media, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Although we don't have any content on YouTube or TikTok yet because we don't have any video like right. content. But you can find us everywhere else. <laughs> uh, definitely come by, say hello, drop us a follow on threads as well if you want up-to-date information on when our next recording streams will be. Thanks for tuning in to the Shinigami Love Apples podcast. I'm Shinigami Pinpin, and that has been Shinigami Yu Yu, and we will see you next week. <laughs>